Gentlemen, get your drinks ready. It's time to astonish them. Wakanda Spider-Man is this? The Flash Wars of Kong. I got everything keyed up because Andrew took forever to get here. So you guys just let me know. When took forever to get here. I got here early. I will say you got here in record time. Listen, we've been off. here since midnight. Yeah, I mean that's fair. You live here. <laughs> <laughs> so you took twenty hours to get here. Well, and you put it that way. Shit. <laughs> chance to think of a soft intro oh you wrote the script God. yeah but i don't write the soft intro is i don't want to get inspired by some sort of madness you know something that happens to me some sort of organized story, story. <laughs> oh oh here we go inspiration i got i got stress. yeah i got i got a soft intro yeah, i never doubted you for yeah. a second it's a little bit more educational can, can i do it oh yeah hell oh, yeah. thank yeah, god sure, yeah. all right so you guys saw the end of defenders right the netflix show the comic Oh no, we don't talk about the end of Defenders. Oh, I'm sorry, it's yes. currently in my mouse pad. <laughs> I've seen both. Okay, so you know the ending scene with uh, Daredevil when he like wakes up and the nun is above him at the end of Defenders is like the after credit scene. I, I didn't watch it. What, what's wrong with you? I, you know, I, you know, we do a comic theme podcast. I do, and I, I, <laughs> you hated, watch the, I hated Iron Fist so much, and Defenders didn't sound good enough to waste my time on that. That's actually right. fair. That's yeah. anyway, <laughs> the end of Defenders, a bunch of shit pops off. You think Daredevil's dead, and then after the credits, he wakes up in a bed with a nun over top of him. Wow! So that's a that's like an iconic scene from Frank Miller's run on Daredevil. So I went back and read that run uh, last night. I spent like a bunch of hours. Wow, your Not dedication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Hours, eh? Let me tell you, it was incredible. And if that's what they're doing for, it's Daredevil: Born Again. If that's what they do for season three on Netflix, uh, let me just say, well, it'll be season two. No, it'll be season no, three. season three. Because season Defenders two had the Punisher. Has it? No, no, this would be just Daredevil. Yeah. They were teasing oh, this as Daredevil. Oh, let me, just, let me just tell you, Karen Page, porn movies, heroin. <laughs> Those are major plot points of Daredevil Born Again. And then also Daredevil beats the shit out of Kingpin again. So. Oh! We got a lot to look forward to. It's got everything. It's got everything a good recipe needs to turn into yeah. a delicious treat. It's black tar Mexican heroin, too. Confirmed. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Karen Page goes to Mexico and gets black tar heroin. Well, this is not a joke. This is not a you joke. You want to give him something to look forward to. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> This is the porn part of it. Yeah, ah, the, yeah the heroin yeah, yeah. we had to we had to clear up in case, there any, yeah. in case there are any complications yeah. or confusion. Sponsored by Brad Dare. <laughs> Sponsored by Frank Miller. <laughs> well, we all went in a different direction. 
Yeah. Speaking of a time we did not all go in a different direction, uh, let's let's bring on the list of what we read this week. Shit. Uh, we'll start with DC. Mm-hmm. Arya, talk to us uh, about Bad Girl. Uh, Andrew, you still pulling that one? Yeah, it was. Andrew, I don't talk to us about <laughs> Bad Girl. Uh, this this like two issue storyline was pretty terrible, but this comic has like a long history of just. Having a terrible story arc and then like an incredible story arc, so probably the next one will be great. Uh, okay. Was well, is, is this done? Yeah, this, this is the story? end of like a pretty terrible one. Okay. So I'd imagine the next one is worth keep your eye on it. Uh, Batman Beyond. Uh, I actually stopped pulling this a while ago. I'm collecting it in I trades now because it's it's good. It was good. Um, I just I didn't need a comic that I I wanted to pick up you know biweekly again, and so uh, I am picking up the trades, but. It's been a while. I haven't read the catch-up issues. God, I guess God. about everything on this script, so good luck. <laughs> I already see, because we've had a, a, we've had a lateral play. So just replace it. With... Some sort of sports metaphor here. Uh, Justice League, no justice is what I'll go to. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so you see a little bit of progress, uh, kind of, <laughs> in the heroes' <laughs> fight against these uh, titans um, that are attacking Brainiac's homeworld of, of Kalu. Um, culmination uh, of like a lot of the teams starting to work together finally and kind of figuring out how to get past things but as usual obstacles are thrown in the way so good. shit uh flash yes finally is it time it is time the wars well like the start of it I guess uh, <laughs> the <three laughs> road to the flash you yeah, son of a bitch so Wally, Wally West well it's, it is the start of flash Wars. so Wally West has been suffering from like his memory being rewired because of time travel and all the stuff that happened in Rebirth. Um, and then Hunter Zolomon, we saw in the last issue, uh, it turns out the to author. be the main character, like the main driving force of the Flash War in this. So there's some sort of animosity between Wally and Barry. You go on that guy. Yeah, and so uh, it looks like he's going to pit the two of them against each other. Damn. Cool. Very cool. Yes. Talk to me next, sir, about how Jordan the Green Lantern Corps. This issue was awesome. Yeah, really I mean, the cool. first issue of Dark Stars was great, and the second issue was all right. Um, this one really, really picks it up and like kicks it up a notch. Um, I don't even want to spoil anything. Like, it had a lot of cool twists and turns to it. They're basically re- recruiting uh, everybody they can, including some of their enemies, to help fight against the Dark Stars. There's a nice little plot twist at the end <laughs> this there. Is, this is where we draw the spoiler line. I'd, I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> on, on Green Lantern. How yeah. Green Lantern. Of course, yeah, issue 45. We don't. Yes, we want Spoil no yeah. more. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mira, Queen of Atlantis, number four. Who's, this is actually really... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, are you pulling it as well? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I, I really enjoyed this story. Um, you see Mira and Orm go to Zebel, which Orn. is Mira's... Um, Orn Hub. Uh, sponsored by... <laughs> Riot. Riot games. <laughs> uh, Mira's homeland, and they're trying to ask for help to fight uh, Coram Wrath, who's usurped Aquaman for the throne. This Son is, of a bitch. Yeah. This is four of six, right? Four is it of, of six? six? Yeah, yeah, I think it's six. Yeah. I think okay. it's a six. Yeah. Cool. They're, doing, they're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, Super Sons. Andrew? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it. You know you better get on that one. Well, uh, it's a, been canceled. Uh, that's, so. that's why I said it. <laughs> if, if there was any issue canceled. for Andrew to pick up, it'd be this one. This, this is the last, last one ever? Issue, yeah. Damn. Um, uh, a little bit of a was kind of a fun story, but yeah, they are ending it. Uh, so much for that, I guess. Incredible. Did, I mean, did you like it, though? You'd recommend it? I, 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 like, I enjoyed the series. It was fun, yeah. Was okay, cool. You, would, cool. you would, in good conscience, tell someone to buy 16 issues of Super Sons? Or... 
an omnibus. Well, they're not going to make an omnibus. Uh, 16 issues. Uh, a couple, a couple of the issues were actually tied in. Paperback. A couple of the issues were tied into the Sons of Tomorrow, which played into the future Tim Drake coming back. Um, oh. So that like kind of ties into that part of it. But yeah, it was it was a fun series. Okay. Uh, Marvel, Andrew. We got yes. a couple of titles here for you. Couple some of, couple of some tasty people morsels. have alluded to the fact that you are a dirty. Polar of Invincible Iron Man, 600? Yeah, sure, it's on there. <laughs> I had to. So, I I didn't originally pull it. I had to go back because this apparent this one, it's Bendis' last Marvel issue ever. Is on this? Anything, anything Marvel. Anything. Yep. Wow. And then two, Did not know that. so it's for three reasons. That was number one. Number two, it explains uh, how he comes out of the coma. Oh. No way. Yep. Finally. And number three, apparently this is a horrible convoluted mess of like, it's just a travesty because apparently because you just read he's out the door it's and a just 40 to wrap page it issue where he tries to wrap up how tony star comes back to life spoilers how Rhodey comes back to life spoilers how victor von doom loses the iron man suit gets his face burned again turns back into evil doom spoilers there's like how riri williams does something there's like eight plot points that he would have fleshed out over like probably a years, long time yeah. all crammed into this and apparently this is a nightmare <laughs> and and so i, I you know, I had to. I had to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so theoretically, an incredibly important issue. Yeah. His last work in Marvel, but also yes. rushed. Rushed for sure, but critical in the sense that it speaks to, I guess, the the important storylines of several other characters that have well, already progressed past it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, listen, if you ever are confused, just come back to this issue, timestamp, whatever time is right now, and listen to that, all that stuff I just said. And you'll, be, <laughs> you'll be up to speed. Uh, Black Panther, number one. Uh, I didn't like it so much. I was just confused the whole time. Um, like Ari was saying, oh, it's in the future, but then I'm like, I don't think it's in I think the it's future. such a, like an alternate story, because it says like yeah. 2,000 years ago, they sent out this group of Wakandans is like a mini colony and then they decided to like the best way the best defense was a good offense so yeah. they're gonna just take over all the other planets and made this galactic empire but uh, literally I will agree once we sort of talked about it a little more there were some confusing pieces yeah. to it I'm kind of excited to see where it goes though okay that makes one of us uh, <laughs> X-Men gold let me tell you they're not married yet they're oh, in space for God's um, sakes. damn it it wasn't good but it was nah it just wasn't good um (laughs) it's got a cool callback to it's got one cool callback scene to uh if if you read astonishing x-men like the very first issue where kitty infiltrates the base and finds colossus alive yeah this issue opens up in that same thing but reversed so it's a flashback from Peter's perspective. Oh. So he's like chained to the thing. He hears oh. like explosions. He's like busting out. And then he runs into Kitty. So you get to see it in his point of view. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then the rest of it, I was like, oh. Could have done without it. Storm Thor's here. <laughs> <laughs> and now that was my review of that. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, I think that wraps up Marvel for the most part uh, for us right now. Yeah. So, Arya, why don't you bring us in on... Uh, Whatever the heck you're actually talking about this week, I'm, I'm surprised. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> what is it? I am surprised. Detective Comics. Oh! For, for reasons other than it was just a really good story. Um, this is James Tinney and the Fourth's last issue on his run on Detective Comics. Oh, okay. Um, which 
I think we've all really enjoyed from the beginning. Um, it was a, he. I actually read this interesting story about him and like his sort of like love for Tim Drake as a character mm-hmm. uh, and Red Robin and all that and why it was so important. He went on and did Batman Eternal. Um, and this story arc was called Batman Eternal. So about the Bat family, what they mean, all this. And uh, we last left, Tim Drake was basically taken over, possessed, for lack of a better word, by Omac um, or Brother Eye. Damn. And so it's it's filled his eyes mind with visions of the future his mind's eye his mind's eye or whatever <laughs> or uh, whatever in the future <laughs> of uh, batwoman killing batman and all of these things happening and you know he blames her for a lot of those things and so finally um spoiler is actually hacking the system that ulysses the the main bad guy here oh spoiler um, the character spoiler the yeah, spoiler the character. Oh. yeah yeah they made spoilers yeah yeah spoilers they yeah. win Damn. Um, Har- Harper, right? Harper's her first name, I think. Harper, some. Yeah. Um, Harper Lee. Harper. I think it's something like author that. Author. Harper, Har- Harper Lee is the author of uh, To Kill a Mar- Mockingbird, maybe. Wow. I know those lead child. No one can say for no, us. Uh, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> who are you, the fact checker? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she's spoiling uh, Ulysses' plans. Looks like she's got an appropriate name there. Um, Batman's fighting off. Uh, was it uh, Bat- Batwing Batman's. and um, Azrael? Azrael, yeah. Uh, who are possessed by Omac as well, or Brother Damn, Eye. This guy's um, a dick. She ends up revealing to Tim the actual future. So what Brother Eye and Ulysses did is hid exactly what happened from him. And it turns out that Bruce Wayne had set up Brother Eye. Um, he, you know, had this whole utopian idea. And it turns out he was dying out of, like, radiation poisoning that he used. Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Because yeah. of what he was using to build Brother Eye, it ended up poisoning him. And so once he dies, Brother Eye is going to go through this whole self-destruct mechanism, blow up everything, erase the Batcave computers, all that stuff. Meanwhile, he's also kind of, like wanted by everybody by the group that batwoman works for and she as it turns out has basically been letting him go all this time in that future because she's like you know they're they're not going to ignore the fact that you've you've slipped away again from me and so he tells her he's like i understood like batman isn't something that needs to be eternal it's an idea but batman is what i needed to live what i needed to get through what happened to me you guys everybody that i recruited was good like very very good at their heart He's like, I just want what's best for them, so I'm destroying everything. And he basically asks her to kill him. Nice. And he's like, you're saving me, like, minutes of extraordinary pain. And she's like, she's in tears because she has to put a bullet through Batman's brain, basically. <laughs> she won't do And it. she tells him, she's like, you oh, know, I've, I've always been honored <laughs> to call you family. And pulls the trigger. Tim Jesus. sees this. Yeah. Tim sees this, he starts fighting back against the OMAC programming, and Steph basically, or not Steph, Harper, spoiler, is like, uh, you know, at this point, I've given you all this information, I'm giving you full control over Brother Eye, you can do whatever uh, you want with it. I think it is Steph, actually. It's Steph. It's Steph uh, I guess something. it is, yeah. yeah. Harper is uh, Red Arrow. Is it? It's Green no. Arrow's That's Roy Harper. That's yeah. Roy Harper. He's not confusing yeah, Roy yeah. Harper with yeah, I think he is confusing Roy Harper with But you're right. It is, it is Steph, yeah. So um, he gives him full control, and then you start to see the OMAC, like, possessed um, bat legions, whatever the hell they were called, that team, um, start to kind of come out of that stupor, out of that, that uh, mind control. and The colony. The colony, thank you. Uh, um, I remember And that. so... <laughs> 
all coming Batwoman out. asks Tim, she's like, are you, like, okay? He's like, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, bring down the building slow enough so that the people in it can get out. So he's, like, actually controlling all this stuff. And he finally kind of comes to his, his wits. Um, and it flashes forward. They've beaten Ulysses. They've taken everything down and all that. And, you know, Batman and, or, sorry, Bruce and uh, Kate, or Batwoman, are having dinner. Hey, sort of talking about. No, that was future Batman. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the future. <laughs> so, so they're kind of going over, and it's sort of summarizing every character's path. It's like Luke, or Batwing, has decided to put away the suit for a while. He's going to focus on trying to prevent Brother Eye from ever happening. Um, Azrael is going to go talk to Cyborg because he's still trying to figure out, like, there's a greater perspective that he needs to take a look at, kind of figure out who he is. Um, and Steph's going to, you know, continue to be... Not Steph, sorry. Kate's going to continue to be Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, you see... Cassandra, who is uh, orphan, Nova. is enrolled in this Tompkins Free Clinic. Um, so she's kind of trying to get reintroduced yeah. back into society, and uh, you know the, she's getting tutored by uh, Barbara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she's oh, super excited. Super cool, yeah, yeah, it's really nice. You see a really like small scene where she reenacts something from the Tempest, um, and you know Barbara tells her like, "Man, you were really great." And then you see Clayface put a note on. Uh, Cassandra's door that blew me away yeah. with the doctor exactly yeah. um, and so they they leave the city he's like I'm getting out of here it's time to become like somebody else and then you see Bruce Wayne helping Tim pack up for school because you know he was originally going to the yeah, Ivy he's University he's going to school and it's weird it's funny he's like packing up he's throwing his stuff in the trunk and he looks over at Bruce Wayne he's like you know this is kind of kind of weird like smiling looks totally weird on you he's like, he's like I don't Stop. hate it but it's weird and so, you know, they have this nice moment where he's like, you know, anything you need, you can always come home. It's very, like, father-son, you know, moment. He gets in the car with Steph, and they're driving off, and she's like, do you think he knew? He's like, oh, he definitely knew. Are you kidding me? So Tim's not going to college, or at least he's not going, like, in person to school. Um, Batman gets a message from Alfred that Tim's driving in the direction opposite of Ivy University. He's like, all right, turn off his tracker. He'll come back to me when he's ready, and then he gets a bat signal. And so he's off to save Gotham again on his own. Um, and he's like, you know, tell Jim everything's going to be all right. And that's how it ends. So it's really, really great. I love the story from the beginning. I think he's done a really wonderful job with the entire team. Um, and I got to know a lot of characters that I didn't initially have any real investment in going into it. So hmm. it was cool. So cool yeah. to have. Also really excited to see what's next for uh, Clayface. Yeah. Because I thought throughout that kind of run, what he did when he was building like the Bat team, what he did with Clayface, I thought was like an incredibly Ingenious. compelling. You never would have thought that Clayface would be anything other than a weird monster man. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah. it's almost on like the Tom King level yeah. of taking like a total auxiliary yeah. character and putting them in the forefront and using them as like this driving story developing uh, like piece, and it, it worked out really well. So. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what happens next for him. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing that, all right? Uh, Andrew, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what you're bringing to the table this week? All right, Mystery Mad Report, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about this. No, I'm just kidding. You guys didn't let me pick that. Uh, Skyward, issue two, is also pretty good, so I'll talk about that. Uh, you guys remember Skyward issue one? Gravi- Gravity's yeah. gone. Gravity's gone. The dad's doing like crunches yeah. on the ground, unaffected by the loss of remember, gravity. Uh, remember how we, you were like speculating, like, wait, so do people just slowly float up? Like, do they ever stop? Do like do they just go all the way to space? I was like, yeah, they probably go to space. 
Uh, look at the opening splash page. They they definitely go to space. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so first, they're just like surrounding Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First page. There's like a bunch of dead people floating in space. So that's how it Jesus. opens. That's pretty gnarly. Uh, you get for the life of me. What the hell is this chick's name? Hold on. Will Willa. Okay, Willa is the main character's name. Uh, she's arguing with her dad. She's like, "It's not fair." If they basically pick up from the end issue on, like, she's like, "I want to leave the city," and he's like, "You freaking lunatic! Like, you can't leave the city." And then she storms out. She's like, "You know, you're not my dad. I do what I want." So, but he is her dad. She storms out. Uh, she's back at work at the delivery warehouse, and this like weird chick. Uh, I don't know her boss or whatever. She's complaining to him about uh, her dad. She's complaining about her dad. He's like, she's like, she goes, he never lets me do anything. He just hides in his house for the last twenty years. He's a weirdo. Um, and her boss is, goes because the TV comes on. There's an ad for this uh, really famous. It's like CNN, and there's a really famous guy who comes on for an interview. And uh, Coulter Wonkright. I don't know what the hell. His name is. <laughs> no, well, it's not the interviewee. It's like a, like a celebrity. That oh, okay. And and Will is like, why can't he be like more? Uh, like, why can't he embrace the changes like this guy? So you get the sense this guy's like profiting on the gravi- loss of gravity. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and her boss is like, oh, you know, like that guy and your dad go way back. And Will is like, excuse me. <laughs> what what the hell did you just say? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I mean, like that guy's Roger. Uh, there were only two people on the planet who said that this was going to happen. It was your dad and him. They did the research together. Uh, no one listened to either of them. And now your dad's a creepy recluse, and this guy's a billionaire. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, "What did you just? What did you just say to me again?" Um, so that was super interesting. Uh, the reason I really like this issue, it fleshes out more of the world. Because mm-hmm. um, Will is like, you know what? I got to go to the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I go to the ground. Uh, so you find out the reason that this guy's a billionaire now is because he created um, this magnetic technology. So he's he's created a whole line of equipment. So the original one are like these big heavy mag boots mm-hmm. that you strap onto your like ankles, and then they use the magnetic properties of the earth to stick you to the ground Interesting. so you can so you can like walk around like normal <laughs> can you imagine a software malfunction with those yeah things? oh yeah you're <laughs> somebody's just like walking yeah. on the ground and suddenly they just like oh well one year warranty you're a year and a half so i guess we'll just see you in hell and now you're dead in space <laughs> but it's like it's even more than that so like things that i never thought about i just who the hell i don't know who Whoever this guy, Henderson, whoever writes it, really good job of fleshing out, like, little minor details. There's a lady who's wearing a dress at this party on the ground that she, it's technology she got from this guy. He's, like, produced a whole line of stuff. And you never thought about it, but you can't wear dresses. Right. Because there's no gravity, so it floats up. So she's got a dress designed by this guy that has magnetic, like, fibers in the hem at the bottom that that do just enough to pull it towards the ground so you can still wear dresses. Wow. So he's, like, because he knew it was coming, he made all of this cool shit to profit. And because of that, the only people able to live normally and live on the surface are the super elite, super wealthy people. So it's like the top one percent of people. The Mets. Yeah. The Methuselah. It's, it's just it's like the a, exact it's the exact opposite, opposite yeah. of uh, whatever. That <laughs> Alter was. carbon. Yeah. yeah, Alter carbon. It's the exact opposite, but it, like super cool way to flesh out the world. The end of the issue is basically Willa. She gets a hold of the mag boots, like a pair of mag boots, so mm. she can attend this really fancy party where she's gonna go confront Roger. Mm-hmm. Um, who's of, her dad's friend? Who's her, her dad's, dad's friend? Yep. Yeah. Uh, cause her dad doesn't want anything to do with him. 
so she's going to go on his behalf. She sneaks down there, gets the boots. Uh, the guards at the door go, like, who the fuck are you? You look like a weird, creepy person. You probably live in the sky. Your hair's all fucked up. We're, you don't even know how to walk in those mag boots. And she grabs the, the guard's, like, stun baton and, like, slams it into his mag boot and short circuits it. And the dude, like, rockets out. He's like, no! <laughs> I was like, nice. Uh, Solid. So, so then she gets into the party, completely out of place. Everybody, everybody's looking at her like a fish out of water. She finds, uh, she finds Roger. Uh, Roger's got a bunch of like guards around him, so they're trying to block her way from getting to her. Mm. And she's shouting. She's like, Roger, Roger, you don't know me, but you know my dad, Nathan Fowler. Like, apparently, you guys go way back. I'm just here on his behalf. And Roger goes, What did you just say? And and he looks at her and goes, "Oh, I can't believe it! He's still alive! Thank goodness!" <laughs> um, after all this time, I thought he might be dead. Why don't we come in the back room and talk about this some more? And then, uh, yeah, that's how it ends. They go wow. to the back room. Yeah, I uh, I imagine for nefarious reasons, but maybe they're just going to have a chat. I get it really leads you in the direction of like the the two of them like knew it was coming because they somehow caused it. Quite possibly, who yeah. who knows? Or or maybe they there was a like a strife between them where her dad wanted to find a way to stop it and or, he or was warn like, people. No, and he's yeah, like, yeah, "Nah, yeah. fuck it. We know about this. We're gonna get Let's rich." Let's off yeah, because yeah. her dad's immune. For some reason, yeah, right? he doesn't appear affected up yeah. until this point. Well, right. unless he's just like wearing. He might like. Mag- he might have like yeah, magnet. Yeah, yeah. You never know, because now that now that I see the connection of this guy, it's quite possible that he also, he also created some something sort like of, that. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, really cool. It was coming. Yeah, loved how they fleshed out more of the world. Nice. You know? Yep. Very cool. Uh, that brings it to me. Uh, and I picked uh, Doctor Strange. The Doctor is in number three ninety. He sure is, or is he? Uh, we open up on the one character you really can only pick to open up a Doctor Strange comic. It's Spider Man. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Uh, we're at so uh, a character we've seen kind of through Cates' run a little bit before what, Zelma, Spider-Man? who is shut up. Oh, okay, sorry, I knew it was a bad idea. Yeah. Start off with Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, Zelma. Zelma's been like a supporting character, kind of like a like a helper, almost like a pseudo like love bats. interest. They've <laughs> they've kind of drawn towards, uh, but basically she shows up to the Sanctum Sanctorum uh, after the whole damnation stuff, like kind of coming back checking in on him, and it's just temporarily closed, huh, uh, and it's it's floating in the sky, which is wow. something that uh, Loki did in the original kind okay. of run. Okay. Uh, she looks up and she's like, "Huh, I wonder what's going on here." What does she see? Spider Man. Spider Man yeah. in the house, and she's like, <laughs> "She's like, how did you get in there?" And he's like, "Oh, I was invited, or like I I use my spider powers, <laughs> one or the other." And she's like, uh, well, can you let me in? He's like, oh, I'm really not like I'm watching it. He asked me to hold it down while he was away. I'm, I'm re- the sorcerer. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really not supposed to let anybody in. And she's like, you're, you're not holding it down. And he's like, shit, okay, you can come in. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, fine, fine. Um, we, we pan over to Dr. Strange, who's in his animal hospital, uh, with uh, right. ghost bats, ghost bats, and he's like, he's kind of wrapping everything up, like he's getting ready to take the the mantle back. 
He's got the he's got the gray streak back in his hair. A lot of good dialogue between him and Bats here. A lot of funny stuff. Uh, knock at the door. He's like, listen, I can't. I can't deal with anybody. Who is it? Spider-Man and Zelma. I'm showing up. <laughs> They're like, hey. He's like, hey. <laughs> he doesn't understand why either of them are yeah. there. First yeah. of all, like, Zelma, his like, ex-helper like, slash maybe love interest, kind of unclear, left like a while ago. Spider-Man... Is Spider Man? Yeah, and so he's, like, so he's like, literally, what the hell are you guys doing here? Um, Spider Man freaks out because he sees this ghost dog. He's like, holy shit, a ghost dog. Bats, on the other hand, is like, holy shit, Spider Man. <laughs> like, oh my god, a real live superhero on Doctor Strange. He's like, I just resurrected fucking Vegas from the dead of everything. And he's like, yeah, but it's Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's like, hang on, I like this dog. Oh, what's what's going on here? Yes, I am Spider-Man. Hello. Um, so it's kind of this, like, catching up. Like, uh, Bats is all hyped to see Spider-Man. Spider-Man's, like, totally digging it. And then he's, like, talking to Doctor Strange, like, one-to-one. He's like, come on, man. Like, how you doing? Um, you know, I know you're out here. I know you've been going through some shit. And he's like, listen, you're Spider-Man. You don't care about any of this stuff. Like, wh- what are you doing here? And Spider-Man's like, well, you know how, like, you got this dog to talk? Like, and there's this, there's this little picture. That face. Here, I you can't know, like. take that face. <laughs> he's like, you know how you got this dog to talk to you? It's been one of my uh, greatest dreams of all time to, like... And he, and he, like, trails off and he whips out a spider. <laughs> Doctor Strange is like... You want to make this spider talk to you, don't you? And he just like doesn't say anything. He's just got this face like, oh, yes. Insert a splash page, a two-page story written by Donny Cates and Chip Zdarsky, which is, which is a story of Spider-Man like miniaturized talking to this spider. What's it called? It, Peter talks to a spider. <laughs> that's the name of this story. Winner of the week. That's what's it <laughs> So, so here we go. So the spider is asking him some questions. He's like, "Oh, cool. So, like, you shoot webs out of your wrist." And he's like, "Yeah, I know. It's a little different." And the spider is like, "Well, uh, like, how do you how do you kill people?" And he's like, "Well, I don't kill people." And he's like, "What?" So, like, what's wrong with you? Well, yeah, like, what do you do with your webs? And he's like, "Well, I just, just kind of like." fly around with them and he's like oh <laughs> like, uh, and, and yeah so if you don't have a web where do you keep the criminals bodies that are dissolving and he goes oh boy I don't uh, I don't eat them I just, I just like turn them in and he's like uh, oh okay so you don't he, he goes you don't eat <sighs> okay well uh, wh- what exactly makes you a Spider man, uh, he's like oh, I'm as strong as a spider. I got a spider sense, like I can sense danger. And, and the spider's like, uh, I mean, it sounds more like you got bit by a magician, like, <laughs> less, less of a spider. Uh, and the, this spider's just like, listen, man, you, you ain't got nothing to do with spiders. Like you, you don't kill people, you don't do anything. Uh, you have like some of our abilities. Uh, it, it stands for. Oh, th- this is an incredible part. Right at the end, he goes like. The spider's talking to Spider-Man. He's like, so what, you got like a year left? And Spider-Man's like, what? And he's like, well, yeah, you get some of our abilities. So, like, it stands to reason you would have inherited, like, our life cycle. So, I got to imagine you only got, like, Jesus. like a year left of living, right? And Spider-Man's like, I, 
I really don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and he's just like, he's, he's just got this blank stare. Like you can tell, he's just he's just looking at the he's just looking at the spider, and the spider goes, Pete, everything dies. <laughs> there's just really there's suddenly out of nowhere standing on this dark like forested road, and he's just like. Shit, man. And then, like, he's back with Doctor Strange. He's like, shit, I never should have done that. That was awful. Like, I, I never want to talk to spiders again. Uh, I'll see you never, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange oh has God. a quick wrap-up with Zelma. She's no, not coming yeah. back. Whatever. That's the less important piece. Doctor Strange is feeling all good. He's back to the Sanctorum. Uh, he's got all... There's this scene where he takes down the sign that says temporarily closed. Uh, he walks past a bunch of like mystical garments, like clearly like he's he's back in kind of the the swing of things here. <clears throat> really cool to see he's got a dog bed laid out for the ghost, <laughs> the ghost dog bats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bats. Um, so I'm really excited that he's going to be kind of a, a fixture in the in the issues to come, uh, and that kind of just plays on from there. But completely. Ooh. Useless as far as like storytelling yeah. goes, Amazing. in terms of like what's next for Doctor Strange. It's classic Zdarsky. Completely shit. useless. Yeah. But even, even the cover, even the cover is Doctor Strange and Zuma hiding from Peter Parker at the front door. That's fucking. That's, oh, it's amazing. So I cool. highly recommend you give it a read. That um, doesn't do anything to like further the story, but it's just a really. Really fun kind of uh, comic. I know my next Halloween costume. <laughs> Pete, Peter talks to a spider. Yeah, I'm gonna wear spider. that outfit where he's in the, where he's in the sweatshirt, like the it's, sweatshirt. It's kind of like the homecoming. Outfit yeah, with yeah. the yellow jacket almost. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, great. <laughs> Dad, we can only talk about Chick Zdarsky stuff so much, and well, it, it brings us to uh, see my solo podcast. Do, where I just only talk about Chick Zdarsky. Do, do you think Kate's right, Spider Man? Or- yeah, Kate's writes Spider-Man and Zdarsky writes the spider. No, I think probably Zdarsky wrote the I think he wrote thing. the entire thing. That, that, that's, that's got his classic. Or Kate's wrote Spider-Man and Zdarsky wrote the spider. Uh, that's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Pete, everything dies. <laughs> God damn it, Zdarsky. Alright, let's talk about the pig of the week. Yeah, we got to move yes, on here. Um, we're talking... Portal. Sponsored by Browsers. A little Hunt for Wolverine. Mystery. Mystery and Madripoor. Very mysterious. Uh, written by... Who's it? Zub? Who's Zub, it? Zub. Zub, Zub. Zub, Zub. Is it orc? Yes. Zub. Zub, Zub. Zub. <laughs> See what I did there? Work, work. Sponsored by... Warcraft. Blizzard. <laughs> Sponsored specifically by Warcraft 2 mods. <laughs> so this is the story. You guys, you guys know what's going on here. We're Hunt yeah. for Wolverine. He's come back from the death. Somehow, who knows... Who knows if he's back? Who knows if his body's been stolen? His body's in play, dead or not. Uh, we got a couple of teams out there looking for him. This, uh, I believe, is the last. Yeah, this is the last team looking yep. for him. Yep. So we now have the number ones of every team out there running it down. Uh, to give you an idea, we have Domino. Yep. Jubilee. Yep. Non Thor Storm. Yep. Rogue. Yep. And Psylocke. Yes. That's yeah, our Kitty mean, Pride. What? Kitty Pride's not on the cover, Pride. but Kitty Pride's Oh, oh okay. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were going She's I was there. just looking at the cover, yeah. Uh, and Kitty Pride. There you go. So it's the it's the Femme Fatale team. Um, and we're kind of we're kind of walking through here why they're looking for him. So we open up on this cool duel between 
uh, what is it? A '90s Wolverine where he's got like the brown, the brown outfit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a nine, maybe like mid '90s Wolverine uh, dueling Psylocke, and she's like, you know, I loved him. We all did. This kind of like explanation of like why these people are here across this like gorgeous splash page, and like a, with the Japanese like sun setting behind them as they're as they're like battling. Yeah. Um, and they're all on this jet. Domino's flying this jet. You have actually you have Rogue, Storm, Jubilee, now Kitty, Psylocke are all basically so all X Men. Yes, all X Men flying all X Men uh, all the time with with Domino flying to like uh, kind of figure out what's been going on here. Um, Domino doesn't really know. They just kind of called in a favor. They're like, listen, we yeah. need you to help us out. We need you to get us from A to B. Uh, cause we're looking for some. She's trying to get him. She's like, listen, I'll turn this plane around. You don't tell me what's going on. Crash right. the ground right yeah. Now. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You goddamn, you goddamn test me right now. I'll crash this plane. Uh, they don't tell her what's going on. They're like, crash it. You won't. And she's like, oh man. Okay. I won't. Um, <laughs> so what it, what it turns out is they're like, listen, who's like, who could have like easily like, like tracked him, found like the metal in his body in the Not ground. sensors. Yeah. yeah. Like, like who, who could have done this? Um, <clears throat> we're thinking Magneto. Uh, so at the very least we got to reach out to him. We got to figure out, we got to ask him. Yep. Uh, Kitty's like, ah, shot on a bunch of texts, like gave him a call or two. Totally didn't answer. Snap to- yeah. yeah. You yeah, could nothing. totally ghost in me. He didn't, he didn't want anything to do with it. So we're just going to show up at his doorstep. We're just going to fly up there. We're going to surprise him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plane, plane touches <laughs> sure down. Are. Open the door. What are they met with? Magneto. Full <laughs> battle rig. Is also not the coolest Magneto you've seen in a while? Like, yeah. is, oh. He doesn't look like this well, in blue. Oh, well, Does he? Let me, let, me, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. The only reason that there's Emma Frost and Magneto, he looks a little something like this in blue. Yeah. This is, this is definitely, though, this is painted as like a Warrior yeah. Magneto. Yeah, like, it's like he's black and red. And like, he's it is bulky. Awesome. Like he's yeah. huge. Oh, he did, he did a lot of steroids in about three issues ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even making that up. He did a lot of steroids <laughs> like three issues ago. Yeah. So, fucking like, you know, he's like, his face is like silhouetted out. He's just got the white eyes, hands behind his back. Looks like a straight up gangster. Not worried about it at all. Like, cloak flowing in the wind. Um, they're like, shit, Magneto already knows we're here. He says, welcome to Madripoor, bitch. Uh, they're like, plural. yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Learn my pronouns, bitches. Uh, they're like, oh, hey. Um, and he's like, hey. And they're like, well, you didn't pick up my phone calls, yeah. says Kitty Pride. And he's like, yeah, obviously. You're, pick up you're here, phone aren't calls. you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's this big like greeting. She she Kitty lobs like a bunch of questions at him. She's like, you gotta you gotta like stand up. Like, what's going on? Where the hell is Wolverine? He's like, listen, I'll answer any question you have, but tonight at dinner, I won't even wear the helmet because Psylocke's trying to like read his yeah. mind, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, oh, he's like, I'm completely like I can't detect him, can't get in his head right. at all. He's yeah. got the helmet on. He's completely like he's used to like. Xavier trying to like mess around with him, so this guy's like, like what are you about as yeah about as hard to mentally tamper with as mutantly possible. Um, so like Psylocke not being able to like read him doesn't question it at all. She's just like oh he's he's like completely blocked off to me. Um, he's like listen, come to dinner, wear some like wear some cool shit. We'll we'll grab some food. I'll answer any questions you have. 
uh, some kind of weirdo cyborg brain person yeah. saying a little bit off to the side saying, hey, we got a couple of chicks just tucked down. The X-Men are here. Uh, don't know what to tell you about that, but we should probably do something. And then, uh, lady. Brain lady. Yeah, brain lady. And then we run into uh, kind of the next part where we end up in uh, the princess bar. Yes. Uh, a, a throwback to Wolverine's solo run when he spends all that time in Madripoor as yeah. Patches. Patches O'Houlihan. Patches O'Houlihan. He's always at the Princess Bar, always in Madripoor, getting into some stuff with the hand. Um, Andrew, you want to walk us through this bar scene? Yeah, as an expert on bars. <laughs> uh, Arya, you want to walk us through this yeah, bar yeah, scene? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> it is... Uh, it is a perfect... It's basically just an excuse to... Um, well, one, they give they give the bartender... They see a picture of like Wolverine as Patch on the mm. wall. Uh, bartender reminisces a little bit. And then Kitty's like, all right, let's cut the crap. Uh, Yashada. He's like, Yashida. Yashada. Yashada. You dumbass. Yashada. <laughs> all right. Well, well so anyway, the bartender does several shots at this point. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, come with me. You're more than friends, clearly, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, him, God, oh, God. <laughs> lets him into the secret Wolverine basement. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So at this point, this little basement area is a basically a chance for a couple of the characters to flashback to kind of why or their experience with Wolverine and yeah. Psylocke in, in the in, same way that Psylocke did at the beginning basically right? yeah but what Psylocke is doing so she sees for example Storm yeah. going for a trinket on the bookshelf and she's like I don't want to pry but like the memories are so abundant here yeah. so then it's it's this is what Psylocke sees so she's right. kind of intruding on these memories right so you see like Storm with like when Wolverine first joins the Xavier mansion yeah the and blue like, and yellow like why, yeah. why is your room all don't don't got shit in it. And he's like, because you all are a bunch of creepy freaks, and I might just leave. <laughs> uh, a really cool, like I, I thought this was one of my favorites. You see, a uh, rogue find a letter yeah. from Carol Danvers. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, that was, that so was cool. The letter's like, hey Wolverine, uh, you and I go way back. Fuck Xavier. He he let Rogue, the person who nearly killed and permanently stole my powers, into the X Men. Uh, I need you to fucking gutter like a yeah, fish. yeah. In, in like just barely fewer words. Yeah, like, yeah. She's like, I don't know what you're gonna do. You're either gonna choose the right path or <laughs> yeah. you won't kill her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, she says, "Balance the scales, make it right." Yeah, I was, I was like, like, "Oh bro. my god." Rogue is like, "Oh, you re- must really like me because he didn't, he didn't gut me like a, <laughs> he didn't like kill a, me like a fish." Holy shit. Um, the Psylocke gets another flashback scene to uh, to them doing some meditation. Uh, so pretty cool. You get a nice look at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're out and ready to go on, to, on the town. Oh yeah, actually this was this was funny. It reminded me of a uh, frick. What was the remember the comic you got me the X Men comic like a world's worst X world's worst X Men <laughs> where it's like this total shitbag. This was a, it just made me laugh because they're like yeah we're going out to the bar to meet Magneto. Our goal is to blend in, but like how the hell are we gonna blend in when we look like this? And you get the splash pages I'm like all dressed up to the to the nines. And it just like reminded me in World's Worst X Men, this guy's like, yeah, I'm like I'm a total schlub and everyone fucking hates me. Like if I was super hot like all of you X Men, like I'd probably be a lot cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like I, I just thought it was like funny. I was like, yeah, classic. Um, do uh, Ari, you wanna you wanna take over the uh, the the rendezvous at the uh, M- King's Impresario yeah, Restaurant? King's Impresario Restaurant. Yeah. So they they meet 
they roll into this restaurant. They roll, roll to the in. guard. Like, yeah, they roll up to the guards. And they're like, they're in. we're expecting. He's like, yeah, yeah you damn right you are. Look at you. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> and so they sit down at the table. Magnino's got this, like, hair swept to the side. He looks like a like a freaking anime character. He reminds me of who, who piloted Tall James Gundam? Bond? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> um, Zex Marquis. That's who he reminds me of. Oh, this looks like Gundam. Zex Marquis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they sit at the table and... Kitty's whole plan was basically, listen, I'm going to talk to him the whole time, Psylocke. You just probe the shit out of his mind, like, the entire time. So they're talking and all this, and he's asking me questions. And, and he's not, sudden, sure, he's wearing a tux, and he's not wearing the helmet. Oh, not like, yeah, he is totally normal, like, normal like, Magneto. Doesn't look anywhere near as old as you expect him to be. Um, and Psylocke is all of a sudden like, oh, shit, like, there's a problem. She's like, wait, what, what's wrong? She's like, he's not actually here. It's a total trap. Yeah. Well, and so we see trap. the illusion fades away, and we see brain girl, brain cerebro brainiac lady, and uh, it's like another psychic, and so she immediately takes out Storm. You just see her look at her, and then all of a sudden Storm's incapacitated. Yep. Then you see Viper roll up. And behind Viper are a few other people. We have Knockout, so she immediately just, like, one-shots Rogue right to the dome. Uh, not that she's dead, but she's completely unconscious. <laughs> Bloodlust takes out Domino. Snake Whip captures Jubilee. And all the while, like, Psylocke's trying to battle... Um, the Brain Lady. Yeah, I don't even... Mind Blast, I guess, is brain what she's called. Lady. Yeah, Brain Lady. <laughs> um, and she's, like, she's going on. She's like, you're definitely formidable, but even you can't resist my psychic knife. And then she just gets, like, her soul ripped out of her by... What's her name? Oh, uh, Sapphire Sticks. Fun, fun fact. Sapphire Sticks is the chick who tossed Domino out of the window in her solo comic. Oh, cool. No, All right. what? That's Sapphire Have we Sticks. seen her before? No. No, so totally yep. new character I think introduced so. Domino. Yep. Interesting. So she threw Domino out the window. and re- I'm imagining because part of the way she was able to do it is she removed her luck ability yeah. before she tossed her. And then decided to give it back to her at the last second, so she would survive. She, well, I think she vampirically like somehow sucks yeah. powers. Yeah. 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 So, so I would guess like when rogues. she's not feeding on someone, they get they still yeah. have yeah. their powers. So she, um, so she's basically neutralizes Psylocke, um, and then Kitty Pride steps up, starts like phasing through everybody, grabs Domino, grabs Jubilee, um, and then phases through the ground, and then you see. This last scene is, you know, uh, Storm, Rogue, and Psylocke, probably the three biggest heavy hitters on that team, all incapacitated by this Rogue's gallery of of, of villains here, um, and being like, well, you know, despite all things, like this actually went pretty well. So we're definitely left with a, a really interesting jump off point for the next issue. Yeah, Really, just really cool, especially for like comics that have come out of like a single plot. Yes. Like, we're looking for Wolverine who's missing, and you kind of always assume these things are just going to be like money grabs, Mm -hmm. right? Let's be serious for a second. They did grab my money. Yeah, to be fair. Marvel launches four titles all telling the same story, four different teams hunting for Wolverine, Mm -hmm. but they're all. The teams are all so unique and they're so different in the way that they go about it and each story feels different. Yeah. And they're all so far, I mean, with the exception, oddly enough, of Charles Souls, who we haven't really seen his story yet, to be fair. Right, um, you do a lot in one. Right, yeah. he, he just built made the a, team. You made a good point. He spent too much time building the team as opposed to putting them in action. Right, and, and so far everyone else has established the team page one, 
you know, Zub establishes the team on the freaking cover. Yeah. And then from there, they already have a task they're doing and go for and go. Souls is kind of like the whole first issue is like, oh, we got to recruit Misty Knight. Like, yeah. Why? Kill me. <laughs> I, one, one thing that was interesting, and I didn't realize until we went over it again, this um, um, brain lady. Uh, when it goes back to that scene where Magneto flies away, he's like, I'll meet you at the restaurant. I uh-huh. won't even have my helmet on. I didn't realize, but looking at it more closely, you see Magneto's silhouette around her. Like the image of Magneto. So it's funny uh-huh. that when I got to that point, I was shocked that it was her. But you can actually see the image of Magneto like yeah. surrounding her body. Like That right there told you that she was the illusion. Oh. I'm totally with that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Good. I did not yeah. notice that myself. Um, really, really strong comic. Yeah. Cool. Definitely awesome suggest... Uh, following at least a couple of the runs that are coming out of this. Um, we'll see where they go, but so far, some really good uh, issue ones. Yeah. And that uh, that will bring us to... Our special topic, To Many Storms, The Wolverine Problem. Yeah, that's a good title. I said it like that <laughs> specifically because you misspelled two. As uh, an, I was going to say, you misread two. <laughs> no, who could say? Who could as, say? as an English major, I had to point that out. It's quite possible it auto You were class. the English major, so I had oh, to point yeah. out that you got that incorrect. Show me the degree I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> to all the storms. All right, Andrew, this is kind of your uh, your branch out here. You want to walk us through? We got a, a cool, fancy title. Yeah. You want to kind of walk us through what it means? That's as far as you go. Yeah, no, I just came <laughs> up with that. I'm not sure what it means. Uh, no, I was so I was reading this week's X Men Gold, um, and got to the point where they're in outer space, and Thor, with uh, her hammer from Asgard in full battle regalia, flies out into space, no problem breathing, because she's essentially an Asgardian at this point, and obliterates a bunch of nuclear missiles out of the sky with thunder. She just calls it all down. And I'm like, okay. But, like, also, she's in Madripoor, (laughs) like, getting cucked there. Like, where was the hammer? And also, how... she Wait, she's getting... And now she's in space? But I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) but also she was in... Uh, this other, and then oh, but wait, she's in this other story too. And then my mind just started spinning down like a weird black hole. I was like, <laughs> God damn it! I'm like, why is she in so many things and she's different in all of them? Mm-hmm. And then that got me thinking. Uh, the reason I called the Wolverine problem is one of the main reasons Marvel decided to do the death of Wolverine and kill him off is because there was a big push. He he was essentially at one point in every single like. Goatwing title X-Men. at that point. Yeah. He was in he was an he was Avengers, an Avenger, he was a New Avengers, Guardians, X-Men, the other X-Men title, yeah. the standalone kind. He was in like 20 books at once. And Marvel was like, we, we got we to put this guy in the dirt. He was a caricature of Bendis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just got to the, it got so insane that they were just, they just decided they had to kill him to, to just fix the like ridiculousness it of yeah. it. Yeah. And it got me thinking, at what point, like, should it, would it be better for the medium overall if it was like super you had some guy in charge like editor in chief who said listen uh guy you're gonna get to work with these five characters and then this guy's working with these six and and, like if you want to use one of them then you gotta ask him because then we're gonna have to write him out of that one and bring him over to this story like Mm -hmm. do we be really strict so that we don't get these weird overlaps 
Or is a little bit of overlap okay? As long as in like one title they're not all powerful as a guardian, and then like the other title they're getting cucked in a nightclub. Like I don't know, like where's the <laughs> line, or is it even a problem? Uh, for me, I notice it the most with X Men. Mm. It just seems like X Men. You write any X Men title because there's so many. Yeah, it's just which to me is kind of weird because there's so many to pick from. You would think there's plenty to go around, but it just seems like if you, there's a, always a billion X-Men titles and they're all always in all of them. Yeah. But I imagine, I don't know, I'd like to hear your guys' take if you see it in any, that's my experience with it, but I'm mm. sure it happens across other titles and then like if you think it's a problem or you just don't care. Well, I mentioned it, I mentioned it a little bit before. I think one of the most recent examples of this and what I've been reading was Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah, I mean you have you have his solo run that was being written by Jason Aaron, and I complained about that plenty. Like, yep. but he, but regardless, he was writing the definitive Doctor sure. Strange uh, story, and he went to a level that impacted the entire universe, right? Yeah. Yep. And he said that <clears throat> you know here comes the empirical, um, and like magic is completely they're like magic hunters basically. They've completely wiped magic from the the entire Marvel landscape, um, and that's that. There's yep. no magic. That's that's the opening close of it. The Marvel world is now completely devoid of magic. Um, you got a bunch of different magical people going through it. Doctor Strange is there. Wow, I believe it's. I, I think we're going through Civil War two. Okay. And um, I, I think that was the one where they have the the blackout on New York City. Yep. Yeah. And. Yep. And he's like, there's there's a little bit through there where he doesn't really have any magic, but then... It's like him and Cloak and Dagger. It, yeah. They're doing a bunch of magic. But then in the actual, like, Avengers title, or in the actual Civil War yeah. run, he's doing a bunch of magical shit. And you got all the other magical people doing magical shit as well. And it's just like, it's way too big. Yeah. For one guy in one sideline yeah. story to say magic is gone from the entire universe and expect to hold people to that when introducing these global like threats. Sure. So I think that's that's a great point, is when you have crippled a character in one series and, and effectively not changed him in other series. Mm. The the other part of it, too, is you have something like, right now, we'll say No Justice going on, right? Yep. You have something like No Justice going on in the midst of a normal Superman run, a normal Batman run, right, a Detective yeah. Comics run, right? Like, it's like, aren't these guys on Kulu? Yeah. Like, what are they? What did they find the time to go back to Gotham and send Tim Drake off the college? What I, and, like, you know, you can look back at something as ridiculous as, like, Night of the Monster Men, right? Like, Ugh, Batman, God, your Batman title, but, but your Batman title was doing some cool things with, like, Gotham, like, I am Gotham, yeah. I am Bane, all that. And then this whole thing was going on, yeah. and it's like, what the hell? Like, where's the connection? Yeah. What I think is important to remember is that each series, while there may be crossovers here and there, I think you have to treat each series as its own like, like entity. Yeah. The Batman I think the Batman arc can play into some of the other stuff, but like when it's Justice League, there are different rules contained by those writers. Sure. And when it's, you know, Bat just Batman, it's it's Tom King's world. When it's, you know, uh Superman, it's uh Tomasi's world, like all these sort of things, like it, they they have the reign of, of what it is, and it, it is as tough as it is to imagine that literally today I read, you know, Flash was doing this, and then he's on yeah. Kolu in the, in the literal same issue that came out that week. I think that's where they expect is like you treat each run as its own 
can as its own entity as its own canon. But they all call back on each other. It's confusing, right? right? The, the tricky thing is, it's like, what do you then? Is is the tr- like quote unquote true canning? Is it is it Storm has the hammer now and is has all these powers right. or like at, like in let's say the next because uh, the tricky thing is yeah they're all separate but at many points they'll all weave together to yes. tell like a collected story. So who's to say like the next big uh, like in Extinction? Mm-hmm. that's coming up this summer yeah like which storm am i expecting is it going to be the asgardian warrior storm or is it going to be uh the nightclub do we even know storm? how she came upon the hammer oh it's been explained she yeah. randomly gets it in gold she's like oh thor, here it is thor has uh it's not thor's hammer no, it's I know. uh it's something else thor storm, has a new hammer storm, it's not stormbreaker thor though. hasn't even gotten a new storm doesn't have it one still yet. Yeah. He's still waiting to in his own oh, comic. His own he is comic. not reclaimed. But there you go. In Avengers, yeah. he has well, his hammer. And, right. and some of that, because I thought uh, at first I was going to bring up Coma Stark versus Normal Stark, but some of it is just, and I think the hammer thing is just unfortunate scheduling timing, and timing. releasing. Sure. So the, I don't. I, I have no problem like suspending disbelief on that. It's like in one story he has the hammer. You know you're going to get. It'll, yeah. fill you know the it'll get right. explained eventually. It's just yeah. the nature of the business. But it's right. like it's in two ongoing runs. The character is completely different, and yeah. at some point they're going to cross paths and then like it's just weird where's to the catch up well yeah. i think here so i think i think the problem comes down to continuity mm-hmm. where like who who defines a character yeah. like because for the most part these characters were created in like the 50s the sure. 40s yeah, and 50s yeah. like decades ago oh, like, yeah they're established established <clears throat> levels of power but Their those powers seem to, change. Those like, seem to fluctuate those seem to to shift based on what's going on there are times where like Doctor Strange is one of the most powerful people in existence in Infinity Gauntlet. He's on the level of Silver Surfer, and Adam Warlock is one of the only three yeah. people yeah. that can stand against the Infinity Gauntlet at with five gems in, like at full power. Yep. Um, but I just recently started reading the new Avengers from 2004 to the the Bendis's run on Andrew's recommendation, and Doctor Strange is doing. Something. They're like, "Hey, Doctor Strange, can you port us to like Japan?" And he's like. Nah, I can't do that. That's too I'm much. out of juice. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. that's too far. I mean, like, I can port yeah. us to the plane that can fly us to Japan. But it's yeah. like, you, fight, you can port yeah. the entire Marvel Universe <laughs> right, 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 to right, fucking right. space to right. go toe-to-toe with Thanos right. yeah. prior to this. Like, what the fuck is two weeks ago, man. Yeah. Right. yeah. And think about that. I think that, while egregious, there's enough time in between that unless you're lunatics like us and like you actually have read Infinity Gauntlet right like yesterday just because you wanted it for fun you know what I mean like I think it's even more egregious when it's just like two current ongoing comics yeah Cause it's even like I, you can kind of explain it away, or like they did this way back then. Right, like Infinity was like 92, 93, right. and then. But it's like, oh well, this guy did this last week, and then uh, this guy did this this week. Yeah. So. Or they come out in the same yeah, freaking sometimes, week. Sometimes it's too it's too many hands in the pot, right? Like everyone's got an end yeah. goal, and they're allowed to basically tell take whatever journey they want to get there. So Aaron's doing one thing yeah. with with someone while. Somebody else is doing something completely different with the same character yeah. to get to the same end goal. Right. Like, and it's just, it feels weird. And I feel like this is brought up, uh, like, often in comic book yeah. uh, conversations as a kind of downfall of the medium is because there's so many people mm-hmm. that have their hands on these characters in different titles. And we can't really stop that, right? Because Wolverine is an X-Men. Yep. And he's Wolverine, so like yep. he's got his own title. Yep. But like 
Also, there was a well, there's a believable reason that he would split off and be a part of this like X Force. Yep. Yeah. While still like, that's even, the other one. Yeah, he's an X Force. Yeah, yeah. Even in like X Force, they call back to the fact that he's like still doing X Men shit. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you know, something crazy. Yeah. Like if if who's ever writing X Force, like Reminder or whatever, whoever wrote yeah. it, yeah. wants to say like some crazy ass shit happened to Wolverine here. Like the yeah. guy who's writing X Men doesn't have to give a shit and, about that. And yeah. I think at that point, that's one of say what you will for for him being all controlling, but that's one of the I guess I think the only reason that lunacy like sustained itself is because Bendis like basically controlled everything, even the ones he wasn't writing. Yeah, because like I mentioned it before, but he 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 would like let's say Link. Bendis taps you. He says, "I'm gonna. You're gonna write X Force. You got no, this okay. stuff, but you can't. Right, He's gonna send you a packet that says, and you open it up, and it says, you cannot do X, Y, and Z, and you have to do this at some point during your run. Yeah. Anything else goes. And and actually, it's funny. Uh, in Great Lakes Avengers, you guys know Squirrel Girl is one of the only people to ever best doc- the actual Doctor Doom. Yeah. Like canonically, okay. yeah. One of the reasons that happened <laughs> yeah, yeah, is because yeah. I, I wish I could remember the author's name, but it was actually a, an act of like blatant rebellion yeah. against the control because in the packet it was never explicitly said because who would ever put that in there? Squirrel cannot defeat the actual Doctor Doom. Like that was never explicitly <laughs> stated. So the writers like. You know what? Fuck you. And just like had her summon an army and squirrels and like cuck the real guy. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> so you know what? I changed my mind. If we if we get stuff like that happen, I'm okay with it. <laughs> but it is it does say a lot to the, the forward thought that he plays into how characters develop. But yeah. that's also the thing, right? Is they can still get to the same end point, but the timelines are so skewed. Yeah. It's like I don't know when this takes place or when this mystery last time I checked, Jubilee was a vampire. But now she's... Oh, yeah. We did talk about it. Like, we're, we're, what the hell is she, going uh, on here? Yeah. How is she out in the sunlight? Well, I'm yeah. very I'm very happy that she's not a vampire. It yeah. happened in uh, uh, two weeks ago in Generation X. Ah, uh, I was going to uh, say, it probably happened in sure. Generation X. You yeah. want to know who brought her back from vampirism? Is it... Did he put a bullet in her head? <laughs> Quentin Choir put a phoenix shard bullet through her brain. <laughs> Is there no problem to be <laughs> New special topic. Why is Quentin Choir the greatest X-Men of all time? You gave me back the original Jubilee. You're my favorite. Yeah, and kidding? once again did it by shooting yeah. someone in the <laughs> head. Is that three? Are we up to three now? Four? She, uh, she, like, a villain throws Jubilee out on the front lawn and she's being burned alive in sunlight. sunlight yeah, yeah, and Quentin's like, I gotta fix her this. Phoenix Shard. <laughs> Quentin, like, obliterates her and she's like, oh, oh, I got fireworks again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least something good came out of Wait, it. Wait, but that's, like, <laughs> like, that's like a... Wire shouts, retcon bullet. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Literally retcon bullet. Yeah. That's like a completely different title from two weeks ago. Like, who's to say? Like, what if this guy... We just kept her as a did, like, did, yeah. But also, like, didn't get the heads up. They're <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Quinn Quire's about to, like, cure Jubilee. Yeah, by the way. coincidence. Yeah. Oh, shit, I can't go out. Like, I need this whole full body suit. Like, who? Everyone's in sexy outfits. But, like, who's right. this weirdo? Or, like, a... Head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> or, the, or the flip side. Flip side, right? Think about it from a reader's perspective. Like, if if I... like Basically, exactly what you guys just said. Like, how the hell is she not a vampire yeah. anymore? If you guys aren't reading Generation X, because why... Like, I'm sure it's canceled. It, it's canceled. Uh, next issue's the uh, last okay. one. So, it like, went the way of Black Panther yeah. and the crew. <laughs> Although, God bless it, it got us to believe back, so, like, whatever. But my, my point is, like, you guys aren't reading it, so you have no concept of why no, she's not a vampire yeah. anymore. 
Like, none whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Because in a separate, completely separate But to be fair, Zub may not have known either. Yeah, to be fair, he might have just been like, ah, fuck vampires. Yeah, he might have not known that she was a vampire in the first place. Happy accident. Yeah. What an odd story developed. Wait, Jubilee's a vampire? I don't remember that. What fun. Too many storms, the Wolverine problem. Definitely a problem. Who the hell knows what's going on with these freaking people? Um, it'd be nice to have some sort of a reliable continuity, but I, I mean, I would imagine just on the nature of the medium, it's just never going to happen that I way. I mean, like, how do you, how do you look at someone and say, well, this title has all the great X-Men women and, and women, and then some other slub has to write a title and they're like, well, you got like nobody left to put in your book. So I hope you sell like two copies. Yeah. You know, like, well, like, how do you, like, how do you create a believable threat in one space if you say like, well, only, only oh, yeah, this sure. guy who's writing the single issue has any reign to make a change to this character. Yeah. Whereas, like this guy's tasked with writing the Avengers or like X Men, is like, how do you create a believable threat if you're not allowed to like do kill a character sure. or introduce like some kind of disease or some sort of massive change? I still think like consultation rights would be cool though. Like, like you're writing, yeah. you're writing Flash, and I want to use him in a story. I'd be like, hey. I'm planning to do this. Like, what flies, what doesn't? I'm planning to have Batman punch him in the face <laughs> no, twice. No, Does that, that work? Not, oh, not, okay, yeah, not just yeah, the Flash, yeah. but every Flash. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you can't do that. Yeah. It's already been sent to press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what DC DC is like consultation rides. <laughs> it's, it's it's yeah, all, yeah, it all just ends up being Tom King being like, <laughs> "Well, I did it." <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Hey, DC's on the other uh, side of the aisle where they're just like. Shit, we just, we just outright telling completely different stories. Like, Flash, the fastest man alive, could dodge Bruce Wayne's punch? Not today, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> great, that's great. Okay. Well, thanks. Too many storms, the Wolverine problem. That's going to be the title of my, uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> I yet. It's too good of a title to waste on this podcast. I got to... My memoirs, maybe? Definitely. leads to some cool stuff, but overall... Kind of creates for a, a, a very confusing. At the very least, you gotta pull a shit ton of yeah. stuff to have any clue what's going yeah. on with one person. Uh, so it's, it's messy, overwhelming. It's messy. Um, but yeah, cool topic though. Like some great discussions. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. But that'll bring us into next <laughs> week's pull or pass. Let me tell you, Andrew has Whoa. a large smile Whoa. on his face. We'll see you guys and next week. I got a feeling it's because of what we're about to do. DC Comics next week. We're talking about what's coming up. And let me just tell you, number one on the list, we're looking at Read it. Aquaman. Yes. Jabberjaw special. I'm pretty sure he used to make that noise. Jabberjaw did that. <laughs> I feel like Question. he did. Question. <laughs> I'm not familiar with Jabberjaw. Could you explain his place in the DC uh, um, pantheon? He's not. So Hanna-Barbera is over <laughs> DC Comics. So they're pairing up DC's greatest heroes with Hanna-Barbera's greatest characters. Unfortunately, they picked Jabberjaw. <laughs> uh, so Aquaman, Jabberjaw, no thank you. I'm passing. That's a oh, strong pull from okay. Mario. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Bane Conquest. Pass. Batman, Batman. We'll see. Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Robin vs. Ra's al Ghul number one. I'm yes. Not, yeah, I'm pulling that. Okay, it sounds... Yeah. Who's, is this Tom cool. King? I have no idea. Okay. I, I just oh, saw Robin vs. Ra's al Ghul and Prelude to the Wedding. It, have a lunacy, it might as well be an X-Men gold title yeah, with yeah, a yeah, wedding yeah, on the yeah, cover. Yeah. Basically. 
Okay, here we go. The next one. <laughs> Black Lightning. <laughs> Hong Kong <laughs> Fooey Special Number One. 100% pulling this one. Is that guy? <laughs> is that guy? Is he a talking gorilla? No, he's a he's a Hong dog. Kong like Hong a Kong dog. a dog. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah he's I thought that was dog. Dino Mutt. No, no, no. Dino Mutt's a dog. Dino Mutt is Blue Falcon's uh, uh, sidekick. I'm so glad you know a lot about Dino Mutt. It might come into right. play later. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> Doomsday Clock Number Five. Something we haven't Jeez, seen. Yeah. We speaking of dogs. Something we haven't seen in dogs age. Yeah. Just a reminder: this is a 12-part series, and this is issue oh, five. Oh my god! Uh, so I guess we're almost halfway there. Bets right now, listener. Listener. Best right now. What wraps up first, or what gets canceled first? Weapon H or Doomsday Clock? <laughs> Weapon, Weapon H, H twice. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me? We'll see. Uh, all right, next one up. Flash Speed Buggy Special. Oh my one. god, I almost Ooh. thought you said Flash Wars Pass. <laughs> I'm really interested how Speed Buggy is going to come into play in the Flash Wars. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> Whose side uh, will we join? Yeah, yeah. Right in the midst of the Flash Wars, you know he shows up to really level the playing field? Speed Buggy. We, you got an army, but we've got a Speed Buggy. <laughs> uh, Green Arrow Annual, number two. Uh, I'll probably flip through it at the shop and see if it's worth it, but uh, I don't know. Lately, annuals have just kind of been whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and the Green at Arrow your, is kind of uh, hit or miss anyway. Yeah. Uh, Justice League No Justice number four. Uh, I think this is it, right? This is the last issue. Yep, of this Justice is the no last Justice. issue of No Justice. Um, yeah. Based on what happened in the last issue, they got a lot of catching up to do. So <laughs> yeah. This should be a good issue. They got a lot of story left yeah, to tell. Yeah, so. that one. Uh, Man of Steel, number uh, one. Bendis. The debut of Bendis. Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Um, excited to see this. I think it's a six-issue arc. Yep. Um, should be pretty awesome. So we'll see. Alright, uh, Raven, Daughter of Darkness, number five, another of 12. Uh, well, Link, you're already four issues in. Tell us what you're saying. No, I was one issue in. <laughs> I tried uh, one issue one as well. <laughs> Suckers. They should have really stuck to of six. Yeah, I really yeah. missed Or of one. Of one. Yeah. One shot. That's a one shot. Just an annual. Doesn't Raven, even need to wrap up the story. Just yeah, end it. Just end it. Uh, uh, Alright, here we go. One last one. Super Sons canceled. Dino Mutt special Hold number on. one. Yeah, I'm gonna pull this. One. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt—they were some of my you favorites. Think, you think they? Up. You think they do enough work to get Super uh, Sons uncanceled? No, absolutely not. If anything, they'll cancel it again. <laughs> yeah, they'll cancel but, it quicker. Oh, the the art does look pretty good. Does look pretty good. Got look it. at that. Look at that. It looks like Captain Falcon. Can I cool. tell you? Oh, well, This, yeah. like, about like a week Falcon. ago when I was reading DC you, stuff Yeah, I know. Week. You texted us. You're like, you've got to be kidding me. I, I laughed uncontrollably for four <laughs> hours. <laughs> I've never been more happy. Thank you, DC. Uh, all right. Well, now that we've gotten through all of DC's uh, incredible direction for their comic empire. Yep. Yep. Thank um, you, Bendis. Let's yeah. talk. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Bendis. <laughs> this plays in even harder to my theory that Bendis is actually a Marvel player. Seven tour. Seven tour. Sent over to just completely run DC into the ground. Can you imagine he walks into the boardroom. He's like, I've got my vision. Let me uh, man. Jabber Joe. Let me, let me paint you a word picture. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw a couple names at you. <laughs> Flash. <gasps> Speed buggy. <gasps> Gives me a raise. <laughs> Put him on every comic out there. <laughs> now we know why Marvel. Yeah. Adam. Uh, speaking of Marvel, yeah. Next week, Andrew. 
Uh, let me tell you, I think you're yeah. gonna, uh, I think you're gonna go a very particular way on this one. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man. Woo! Eight hundred. Absolutely. We uh, we did decide the longest running Marvel, Marvel title. title. Yeah. Nowhere in the ballpark of uh, action comics yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, eight hundred is nothing to bad eye at. So yeah, pull. Exactly. Yeah. And all of the variants, I will also pull. <laughs> so. Stay tuned. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, renew your vows. Oh, yeah. Got to get that one, too. Pull that one. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man kind of week. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil. Nah. Infinity nice. Countdown, yeah. Captain Marvel, number one. Didn't pull the last one. Um, Darkhawk? No, didn't, I didn't pull Darkhawk. Dark I, I, I am going to pull uh, Infinity Countdown, Captain Marvel, because yeah. I think that it might be interesting. Okay. Uh, Lockjaw. Nah. Pass. Yeah, I don't even know what that's about. Uh, Marvel 2 and 1. Our boy. Uh, that Jim is our boy. I was going to say, you watch yourself. Listen, going on. <laughs> if, I'm, I'm hoping if we buy enough of his stuff, he'll come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone buy this. Jim, you know how you still have a job? Well, that's yeah, because you're of welcome. Yeah. yeah, we're the only ones out there. <laughs> You've also it. told us you love us. So. Yeah, you're also welcome. <laughs> that was us. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel. Pass. Punisher. Pass. Oh, nice. Does he yeah. still have the Warhammer? No, you don't. Uh, Pass. Oh, is that good? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe good. pull then. Uh, he knows. did have the War Machine armor oh, last issue. Oh! He just, he just lost it. Could be interesting because Rhodey's back to life now. Yeah. Well, as far as you Whoa, know. Oh, that's probably why he just lost yeah. it now. But as uh, Iron Man 600, he's he back was, to life. He was getting chased by pretty much every Marvel hero because he was gunning everybody down in the War Machine armor. That's oh, pretty great. That. And yeah. he, like, he went toe-to-toe with Captain Marvel and now he's in a warehouse and the mach- and the armor's like, oh, by the way, I'm, I meant to tell you like previously, but we've had a tracking bug on us like, this whole time. Yeah, he's by like, the way, bro. He's like, fuck. <laughs> and, then, and then like he looks forward and it's like every Marvel hero and Captain Marvel standing there saying, take off that armor Jesus. and you're just God. like oh shit that so. sounds, i remember seeing the cover and it was like him in the in the war machine armor with like the american flowers like, yeah that's it's the most amazing, amazing cover sputter gwen absolutely uh, Star Wars Lando, double or nothing, Ooh, number one, Lando. money grab. I don't, I don't want that one. Money grab. <laughs> I am not grabbing money yeah, towards cash that. Cash grab. Childish, Childish Gambino, pass, pass, cash grab. Pass. Uh, X-Men Blue. Listen. <laughs> Magneto was right. Magneto was right. Pull this comic. <laughs> pull it. Pull it, you bastards. X-Men Red, annual number one. I'm gonna flip through it, yeah. just kind of like you're. I'm cautious on annuals, but I, I actually X Men Red is my current favorite X Men title as of last week. So not uh, mysteries of magic core. What I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Red has surpassed Blue and Gold for me right now, so I'll flip through it, even though it's an annual. The, the one I can read in public. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, and finally, you are Deadpool number five. What the hell is that? Uh, it's kind of like a goosebump, like an R.L. Stein. Choose your Stein, own story. Like, choose your scare, yeah. That seems dumb. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. You are wasting your money. Pass it. Pass it. <laughs> Please pass. All right, well, we got through it. I was, it was touching going the DC side. Can we, can we side redo the DC second, side? Just to make sure we didn't mess anything up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go once more around. One more. One more ride, breach. <laughs> I will not be present on next week's show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just excited for the fact that next week we're going to have to explain to people what Hong Kong Fooey and Flash Speedbug 
And Super Sons Dino Mode. No, no, no. I passed on Flash uh, Speed Excuse me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, are you the kidding Flash me? Wars you love the Flash. Crucial yeah, I love the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, it has nothing to do with Flash Wars. Uh, for the record, it's got everything to do with Flash Wars. <laughs> Listen, you better pull that if you don't want to miss out. <laughs> oh, God. If you want to know why the Flash is at war. Uh, just cut to the outro. Just <laughs> cut to the outro. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. It's all said and done. It's all been said and it's all been done. Listener, you handsome bastard. The end of count of three. We're going to stop doing this. Maybe forever. Probably just until next week, but there's always a chance that it's forever. You're welcome. (laughs) Three. Two, one. Speed brings about the Flash Wars. Everybody dies. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine a speed buggy covered in blood, (laughs) covered in blood of every Flash. I'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. Uh. Goodbye.